Yo, what's up, world? It's me, your boy, Benjamin Banks, and this is Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I'm shining like a diamond. I got my co-host, Trav. That's right. He's shining like a diamond, too. I'm feeling great. You feeling gravy? I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling real great after watching these um, Shona Jump Jump Force clips again. Bro, that game looks so amazing, man. It's like... I haven't been this excited for a fighting game. In a long time? In a long time. I think it's because it has all of your favorite Shonen characters in it. I forget how much Shonen puts out. Yeah, they put out a lot of content, man. But only the best of the best are going to be in this game. And, like, bro, this game, it really reminds me. Like, it has a similar battle system to the Xenoverse games. Right. So it should be very easy to pick up. They also have character customization in the game. So you already know I'm going to make my boy look like Goku. And what else do they got in the game? Uh, They just announced some new characters. uh, Midoriya. Right. Piccolo. Trunks. Bro, this game is loaded. Like every yeah, it's loaded. Like I thought yeah, that they announced how many characters you're gonna. They have. haven't announced how many characters it's they gotta are, be but somewhere up they're there. still like releasing 50. characters. And like the story mode for the game looks pretty cool. It's bringing all of the shonen characters into our world, right? And it's like you have remember that episode of Spider Man? Did you you watch Spider Man animated series, right? Right. Remember the episode where the I think his name was the Beyonder. He brought all of the good guys into oh, the yeah. world. That's what this what, is similar to. Like, kind of, and this is different because, but you know, what's the Spider-Man show in Disney XD where it's like multiple Spider-Man from all the I know what you're talking about. Uh, wasn't it Ultimate Spider-Man? Oh, is it called it that? Ultimate I'm not Spider-Man. sure. That, it's actually really good. Though. I know what you're talking about. If anybody's about. ever watched it, they would know. Even though it's on Disney XD, it's really, really good. It's a really good Spider-Man show. So Yeah, but it's, it's similar like to that. that. You got all the good guys, all the bad guys, and... The good guys need to defeat the bad guys so that way that they can put the worlds back to normal again. Now, I'm I'm not sure because I didn't see anything on this as far as there being some form of like an actual story. No, that's why I was just telling you. Like, there's an actual story in the game. Like, that, I meant as far as you creating a player and now that I think that that's just something that's put in the game. That's just for the fighting purpose. Yeah. So purpose. you know, you if you want to do missions or if you just want to do verses, right. then you could do that. So but what's the, actual, the story mode revolve? The about? actual story, just what I told you about. There's no main character. No, it's just all the good guys and all the bad guys have joined forces because they're in our world now. And the bad guys pretty much, you know, just want to kill everybody right. and whatnot. And the good guys are trying to get the world back to normal. So Dude, you this can, is a wild game right here. It's gonna be bro, it's gonna be sweet, man. It's it's kinda weird though, because when you see characters like Goku fighting like somebody like whoever yeah but like in the versus mode it doesn't matter you can just pick whatever team you want so i hope that they explain get like a goku versus midoriya i hope they explain that in the story though like uh one thing that i liked about well, it, no i think i think you should keep it separate no no but i'm saying like in the injustice game like batman had made some type of uh formula some medicine or something so that way everybody would be on the same level as superman you know what i'm saying so then it made sense so you could have batman versus superman because we all know if they were really fighting like superman could kill the joker well he did do that spoiler alert but you know what i'm saying well yeah but now we're talking about arguments as far as how we brought it up in the Bob podcast, like um, oh, yeah, Goku like, versus Thanos or something. Doesn't make sense. Like this is just all science, fan. but it's all fantasy yeah, stuff. Okay, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. 
you know, you can have a Luffy versus Goku, and it kind of makes sense. Or Vegeta but... versus Yusuke. Uh, I guess so. Do you think Vegeta would kill Yusuke? Yeah. But in this world, Yusuke would kill Vegeta. I don't know. With the spirit gun. We'll see. I'm hoping he does. Because Vegeta, he hates to lose. And he always does. Sometimes. Plus, I feel like they both have iconic um, outfits. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, anyway, bro. Five I can't, points for outfit. I can't wait for this game to come out. I believe it comes out either on Valentine's Day. The day, day after Valentine's so, Day. So, oh, February 15th. And you know what else comes out on February 15th? We talked about this before. Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah, Doom Patrol. So, it's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Oh, you know on. what? So, maybe it comes out on Valentine's Day. Either way. It's a lot of stuff going on Valentine's Week. There's some movies coming out, too, that day, too. Yeah, like these nuts. No, I don't know what you're talking about, man. But, um, you know, today's topic, we're talking about fighting games. And I just wanted to, even though we talked about it a little bit in this podcast coming up, is um, Mortal Kombat 11. And a lot of people were hating on the trailer because the 21. 21, so, 21. I, I loved it because I'm a 21 fan, but uh, the trailer that they put together. It was sweet. Oh, my God. It was so Bro, sweet. Oh, my, this is my only issue is that this guy should be dead already. Who? 21 Savage? No. Who? Um, Scorpion was fighting in the trailer. He Scorpion was fighting Raiden. Was fighting Raiden. And then Raiden kills him. And then but the like, old Scorpion Did you see comes. all the stuff that Scorpion did to Raiden before Raiden just simply smacked him in the face? Yeah. With his staff. This dude got st- stabbed in the head. Stabbed multiple times. It stabbed in the head. Nothing. Raiden was cool. And then he just hit Scorpion in the face and Scorpion falls out. And it's like. Well, because this is, this is dark Raiden. I don't care. I mean, like, he is a You lot. got stabbed in the head multiple times. Yeah, but, bro, this is... This just, is just don't do that. This it is was just, sweet, though. This is just what you were saying about y- Yusuke versus Vegeta. No. And all, and like, hey, look, it's this all fantasy. Combat. It's all fantasy. Oh, no, I, that's cool if he survived it. What I'm saying is more should have been on the Scorpion at the end of that battle to just not just hit him in the face. That's, that's like nitpicking. Yeah, But, yeah, is. like, the trailer was amazing. And I'm not this huge Mortal Kombat fan. Everybody knows. But the trailer was amazing. Yeah, I mean, bro. And I know it's a trailer. Like, the gameplay is not going to be but like bro, that. But, bro, the trailers for the Mortal Kombat games, like, since Mortal Kombat 9, have uh, always typically been good. really, really good. I just felt like this one was really good. Yeah, bro, when the game drops, it's going to be good. And, like, the Mortal Kombat games... Like, I love the stories that they have in the games, man. So I can't wait to play this game and see how the story is because it's like they took, they reset the Mortal Kombat timeline with Mortal Kombat 9. Right. So because of that, like Raiden, he changed the future. So it's like pretty much a restart the all of the game stories and whatnot. And they've taken stuff from later games that came out in the series and implemented them into these new stories but made them a whole lot better so i can't wait to see the story in this game i hope it's longer because the story in mortal kombat 10 was a little bit shorter compared to mortal kombat 9 but when you think about it mortal kombat 9 story mode covered the stories of one two and three right whereas mortal kombat 10 just just, picks up it, it was pretty much the story of mortal kombat 4 right but they changed some stuff and then the whole like you had Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade had a daughter, and Jax had a daughter, and so mm-hmm. you know it My was their kids. Yeah, best Mortal Kombat character of all time. Uh, I'm a Sub Zero guy. Yeah, no, I hear you. Jax is just real cool. I mean, I, my favorite cyborg, but I mean, when I think about like realistic characters that 
I feel like the Jax thing, you that could happen. With the metal arms. Yeah, like yeah. it could. Well, what about your boy Stryker? He had them grenades. So he wag. had the guns. Stryker, wag. And then, and then what was the guy's name that could run real fast? It started with a, a S. I don't know. I was always a fan of um, Sector. the wolf guy, too. I know you like Sector. Yeah, Sector. And cool. I was, I'm more into, what was the yellow one? The yellow robot. Yeah, Cyborg. Cyborg, okay. Sorry, yeah, Cyborg, Cyborg earlier, Sector, yeah. yeah. Either or, you know. I think Cyborg was better because he had that net and then mm-hmm. he could catch you. Yeah. I remember the animations they used to make, like, woo, toasty. Yeah, that's I'm not saying they should, but it would be cool if they implemented that. What, you mean like make, Mortal Kombat you mean, now, but more, I don't know what they would do. I want Ed Boon as a character in the game. So then that way, whenever he gives you an uppercut, right. he always says toasty yeah. or something. Like, something it's, cool. it's time. But, uh, you know, again, like you were saying, today's episode is going to be about fighting. And... Yeah, I brought on my boys, um, Joey. Joey Farnsworth. Mm-hmm. And he brought his boy, John Doyle, with him. John Doyle. And Joey, I've known him for a number of years. And I just know when it comes to fighting games, like he's, he's super into them. Like if me and you were fighting him in a one-on-two yeah, handicap match, he would be. Oh, I don't know us. about all that. Yeah, he probably would. But yeah, he's a monster. And, you know, I don't know how much content he posts now, but, you know, like I brought up his Injustice 2 gameplay. He was constantly posting him playing Injustice 2. And so, yeah, I wanted to bring them on to a podcast on fighting games. Well, I can't wait to talk to the both of them. They're about to enter the world of leveling up with Benjamin Banks. All right, so let's, let's go. How are you guys doing today? Good. I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. Hey. That's all we can do is be alive. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh. So I just want to thank both of you guys for joining us today on this episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Like Travis was telling me about both of you guys, and he said that y'all are really heavily into fighting games. So tell us, how did y'all get into that? Like, how did you get into the fighting genre? Uh, well, well, for me, it, it started with k9 like that's what made me want to play competitively that was a good game yeah but like tekken 3 like that's the first one where i actually learned to play knowing what i was doing rather than mashing buttons yeah exactly uh mine was soul caliber 3 actually what a great game you know i i like the soul caliber games but it's i i could never get into them what console did you play it on PlayStation. Dude, I had, it, I had it on GameCube, and it was I, it was even great on GameCube. Now, when I think about no. Soul... Well, I'm sorry, go ahead. He's just laughing uh, at me owning a GameCube, oh. I think. Well, when, when I think about Soul Calibur, because, you know, I do like playing games where, you know, you have to use weapons and whatnot, but it's like, for some odd reason, Soul Calibur was always harder for me. Did um, you ever play Battle Arena Toshinden on the PS1? I didn't know. Yeah, that was my game. I mean, I, I want to say that that was like the precursor to Soul Calibur because uh, what was Soul Edge was the first one in the Soul Calibur series. Yeah, I, I remember that. There was Soul Edge, and then they just nonchalantly switched it to Soul Calibur. 
Like, I remember playing Soul Edge, like, in the actual arcades and stuff like that, like, when my parents would go to the casinos. I think that's how I really got into, like, playing fighting games. Was because of the arcades? You know, Capcom versus SNK and stuff like that at the arcade. Like, how sad is it now that it's, like, arcades... Arcades are, are dead. Are dead. I mean, because I mean, you can pretty much play anything online now. But it's like I agree. Like back in the nineties, like arcades with all the fighting games that they had in them, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Like, I mean, then again, you know, playing on the Sega Genesis and the SNES back in the day. Like, I used to love playing Mortal Kombat. I didn't know how to do any of the fatalities, but I knew right. how to freeze people with Sub Zero. Sub Zero is my G. Dude, the Bay is are where it's at. <laughs> well, at least uh, at least in the newer Mortal Kombat games, they made them a lot easier to pull off. But I want to say the worst was probably uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, where they had to create your fatalities. Like, it was horrible. Yeah. It was so horrible. Like, the fatalities didn't look realistic. And it's like everybody did the same exact thing. Like, I thought that that was a bad decision on Midway to take away the fatalities and to try and implement a create your fatality that was horrible. Yeah. Hey, oh, I agree. So um starting with Joey first and then I'll let you chime in, Doyle. Um Joey, what's your go to fighting game now? Like what right are you playing now, hardcore? It's uh Dragon Ball Fighters. Nice game. Like, nice game. It's been my off rip. Like I took day off when it came out. All this other shit. Um, and it's weird that, like, that's my game right now because I'm not a fan of the other Arctis titles. Like, I'm not big on Guilty Gear. I'm not big on Blaze Blue. Right. But yeah. I feel like the formula is different with fighters. Like, it, it was easier for me to pick up and understand what I'm doing. Whereas there are other games, they have too many different variables, like your guard cancels and all that other. It's a little overwhelming to sit there and try and learn to play competitively. Yeah, I agree with you on fighters. I feel like fighters is easy to pick up, but it's like hard it's hard to master. But like once you truly master it, the people that say it's easy to pick up, like you can take them out in seconds. Oh yeah, the people that are like, oh no, it's so easy, you know, all that. Sh- it's they're the ones that you can consistently tell they're using the auto combo. Yeah, like they're not, they're not breaking down the individual inputs to extend their combo. They're just mashing square, thinking they're doing something worth a damn. Yeah, I, how do you feel about the auto combo system that's been implemented in a lot of these newer games? Because I remember it was in uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite as well. They added yeah. the, the auto combos, and there's another fighting game that came out that had auto combos as well. And like, what's your take on that? Like, do you I'm think that sure one of the persona? Do you think um, that, do you think that they just put it in the game so that way they can grab more fans into playing them? Because you know a lot of people suck in fighting games. So, well, I think the auto combo is easier for like your your casual players that just want to play the story or play arcade or like not really play online. Yeah, I think it's easier for them to get a sense of accomplishment. You know, they can do these cool things. It looks cool on screen, but they're not really doing the button input. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, how about you, Doyle? Um, right now I've been taking a little bit of a lull, but I do keep going to Soul Calibur. Actually, um, rocking with my boy Cervantes, which they don't have the auto combos. 
That's which is unfortunate. Because I'm still a noob. No matter what <laughs> fight I play, whenever I play next to Joey, I'm the noob. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'm the whole reason he's as good as he is. Let's just. <laughs> hey, well, I mean that's a good thing. You have a you have a good teacher if you're playing with Joey. Like we would grind out for hours when we lived together, sitting there playing Mortal Kombat X, just going to town and justice. Dude, I sucked at Injustice. I played him for like three weeks straight, put it online just to see how bad I was. Right. I, well, I was I was about to bring up, I was pretty sure Joey was super into Injustice at one point because if I, memory serves me right, I believe Joey used to post like videos of you playing Injustice. Yeah. Uh, um, now, now before, before you answer the question, are we talking about Injustice 1 or Injustice 2? Well, both, but he, I did post Injustice 2 videos. Yeah. I don't know what it was about Injustice 2. Like, I, in my honest opinion, I preferred Injustice 1 a lot more over Injustice 2 for some odd reason. I mean, I thought it was it was still a really good game, but it just it felt like it was missing something, in my opinion. Well, with, the, uh, with Injustice 2, I really, really enjoyed the, the gear system, the the cosmetic factor. Yeah. Could, uh, like, there's no two characters. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're playing the same person, but you're not, you're, you're not encountering, like, alternate colors online or being forced yeah. to be a different color because somebody else has it. Like, everybody's unique. But I really enjoyed their guest characters a lot more than the first one. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, the, the Ninja Turtles, Hellboy. Oh, yeah, dude, dude I... Oh my god! I almost jumped out my skin when they announced it, man. I stayed up and watched the uh, the ESL finals because they were revealing the combat uh, fighter pack three, and I got like a second win when I saw the turtles. Man, I was up for hours after that. I was so hyped. Well, I feel like you have to give it to Nether Realm Studios because I feel like because of them, they were like the first game company to you know have these guest characters like multiple guest characters not just one going all the way back to mortal kombat 9 when you had uh freddy krueger in it i believe there was somebody else that was a guest character you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think it was just freddy krueger but it's well, like Fredo was, but he came from a different game i think um like because even spawn is still caliber too Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was a guest character, but he had games prior. I think MK9 was like the first game company or first game to implement a fighter that's not a fighter. A fighter. Yeah. Right. They and put Freddy Krueger in there, and that just opened the floodgates for all kinds of possibilities. Yeah, because it's like then in um, Mortal Kombat 10, you got Jason Voorhees, you got Predator. You know, you got and so you got leather face, leather face. yeah, and then, um, then, then in Injustice too. You know, you got the turtles, you got um, Hellboy, and then yeah. down even going uh, to Tekken Seven, how you have you have Negan, you got Negan yeah. from The Walking Dead, and it, and then you also have Noctis from Final Fantasy Fifteen. So, I, yeah. I I really enjoy that, like in all of these fighting games nowadays, how they bring in these guest characters who you would never expect to be in a video, a fighting video game, nonetheless, because I never would have thought that I'd see Negan in a fighting video game. Well, see, when they announced that, I told Doyle too, I was like, like, I get it. Like in the show, he's this badass, whatever. 
But the fact that he solely util- utilizes the bat, like when you see the gameplay trailer, like I feel like he should have been more towards Cold Caliber. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I mean, you could also yeah. think it's 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 kind of similar to uh, Yoshimitsu, who uses the sword in the game. I mean, yeah, yeah I get that. And that was Doyle's argument. I stand by my yeah. point. <laughs> you're Rick, right? I'm Negan. And I do not appreciate you killing my men. So um, tell us, like, what is your favorite fighting game series? Now, for me, it would be the Tekken series. I love the Tekken games. Uh, I always felt like that the combos were really good to pull off. Like, I, like me and Trav, we played Tekken 6 before. because, And this was like our first encounter in the game. And he kept on telling me that he was real good in the game. But... He didn't know how good your boy Benjamin Banks was in the game. Like he he did come. I think he beat me like one or two times. I know. I just beat you the once. Okay, so he beat me once, but and let's then not bring up the but the last the last fight that we had the last fight that we had like he came close to beating me, and I had I went Super Saiyan on him. Close. I went Super Saiyan on him, and I beat him. So for me, it's definitely the Tekken series. How about you guys? You go ahead, Joel. Mine. Honestly, I love the Tekken storyline, but my go-to favorite is Soul Calibur. It's the game that got me into fighting games, and it's the game that every time it comes out, I get the new copy. The only fighting game that I've dedicated to. Yeah, I think Soul Calibur has not necessarily like a great storyline, but I really like a lot of the characters they have. Yeah, they do have some good characters. And it, you know, for a fighting game, it really reminds me of um killer instinct on the nintendo a bit as far as how the characters are mapped out right so yeah so what about you joey oh me personally it's up between street fighter and mortal Kombat. um i I like the mechanics better like i i do a lot better at the the 2d format than the 3d mapping like second and soul caliber right something about the sidestep uh with the 3d games it messes with me. Um, I don't excel at them as well as I do like Street Fighter or Dragon Ball or Mortal Kombat. Yeah, see, um, that, that's why I didn't get into fighting games until I played Tekken 3. The 2D stuff, just Street Fighter, man, I I just never was really that good at. And same with Mortal Kombat. And Warang was always my guy in Tekken. And I mean, he... If you're not sidestepping with Warang, like you're not gonna be able to use him to his max ability. Yeah, so he revolves around being able to sidestep. So, but you know yeah. something, something about that though. It's like everybody always expects you to, you know, throw the kicks and stuff with right. him. But when you actually start throwing the fists, they don't expect that because I've I've been a lot of people because he does have some solid combos with his hands. Right. But nobody, oh, yeah. nobody ever practices that stuff because you know his kicks are his yeah. main, his main. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just like Eddie. That's just like Eddie. Yeah, right. Eddie, he, yeah, the same he, way. He, yeah, he he could be super cheap when you do that little windmill shit he's got. But when you know what you're doing with him, I've seen people take out. Yeah, I've seen people body entire crowds of people not even using that leg kick he's got. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like when you when you find a character that's like most commonly used online, everybody gets used to how to play against them so when you are doing something they're not used to you have that advantage right now um you know just looking at the history of fighting games and even like 
one of the early ones I think of is Street Fighter and how it was strictly 2D versus the newer Street Fighters where they've incorporated a lot of what new fighting games are about. Do you like where fighting games have come to be? Or do you think back in the day they were a little bit more prestigious to you? Oh, back in the day, I think it took a little more skill to excel, um, a little more intuition, you know, reading the situation, anticipating the opponent's attacks. Because, I mean, to be honest, they weren't exactly the best graphics. Like the frame rate was off, so you kind of had to anticipate. So, like, like take MK3, for example, where you can just throw out punches and kicks, and it'll take out half your health bar. Yeah, you, that's you true. Got people, yeah, you got, you got the people that can anticipate, you know, just throwing out them jabs, and then you back away from it, and you got an open. Whereas, you know, people just want to mash buttons, and you can sit there all day doing the same damn thing. Yeah, I feel like with... Like, I agree with you when you were talking about, like, with the older games. It did take a lot more skill. I remember back in those days, it's like you had to have a strategy guide in order to learn how to pull off certain moves. Like, there was no practice arena. There was no training. Uh, You you know, if you paused the game, you just paused the game. Whereas as time went on, you know, they finally added the move list and 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 the combos and you had the practice arenas and everything. And I feel like those practice arenas are what really helped people get better in fighting games because it's like, you know, of course, with anything, you have to practice in order to get good. But it's like if you're playing fighting games with somebody that's better than you, you're obviously going to lose all the time, time, every time. And you're not, you're not learning anything. You know what I'm saying? It's easy fighting against the computers in the game, but fighting against real players that are really good. Like you're going to lose every single time. Yeah. See, another thing with the training mode, what was that? I said, that's why I love playing against you. Um, (laughs) I, I'll play, storylines i'll play training arenas but i don't really give much attention when i'm in training or just playing to what i focus more on learning and the defensive tactics and the offensive tactics by playing people who are better than me i don't mind the loss yeah i'll take that all day but i know in order for me to get better the only way i'm gonna get better is if i'm playing against people who are way better than i am yeah, and, and you know, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, so that's why I complain all the time. Like, I live in a place right now where I'm using Usenet, so I can't really get online much anymore. And I complained the other day to Joey about it, where I'm like, this sucks. I can't keep doing this. So boring. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you know, just still going on the, you know, question that Trav had asked. Like, there was one point of time where it's like fighting games had, like, the popularity of them had took a severe nosedive because it's like they just weren't popular anymore. Like, there had been a lot of crap fighting games that had came out over the years. And it's like people had just started losing interest, you know, kind of similar to beat-em-up games. You know, it's like they were hot, then people lost popularity with them. So it's like they just kind of took a nosedive. So how do you feel... You know, when Street Fighter, I say Street Fighter 4, that game came out, and I feel like that brought the, you know, fighting popularity back up. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel about, you know, like the rise and fall of the fighting genre in fighting video games? Well, I mean, I kind of understand it 
because it's like if you watch like the CEO or Evo tournaments and stuff like that, they kind of stick to there's like your four basic games. You got your Netherrealm games, you got Smash, and there's one or two randoms that get thrown in. Yeah. Um, I think what it is is like you, you have all these big successful titles, titles such as Street Fighter and Smash and Mortal Kombat, and when when you go into like let, let's say an indie fighting game like you just bought a random game because it looked cool if you go into games like that expecting it to be like your triple a title then obviously you're gonna disappoint yourself you're you go in expecting it to be something it's not and you can't thoroughly enjoy the game right yeah yeah i, I agree like i definitely stick to the eight for fighting games I've done a few of the indie games that we've just ventured off into, and it's just not as enjoyable. And I think that's where it did go down, is that we are just seeing more indies than we were seeing big titles like Mortal Kombat, which didn't come back until 9, Street Fighter 4, Tekken 5, Soul Calibur 5, that kind of stuff. That lull yeah. of just indie games kind of killed it for everyone. Well, yeah, with you saying that, so like, what are you looking for in a fighting game as far as what makes it good to you? Uh, to me, I like the balance. Um, I understand every game, not even just fighting games, like every game. There, there's top tier, there's low tier. It could be maps, it could be whatever. Like, I understand each character is going to have their own set, what can beat what. But it's like the more balanced the game is, the more enjoyable it is. Yeah. It, and then, you know, aside from that, like, for one, that's my whole beef with Smash. Like, that's the whole reason that I personally don't consider it a fighting game. There's too many variables that keeps the game unbalanced. It, to me, that's more of a, a beat-em-up. It, yeah, it's it's like, like you a, really, it is a combination. Yeah, because you really don't do any combos or anything in the game, for real. It's like, when you really think about Smash, like, wow, it is a fun game. It's all about luck, honestly, because sometimes yeah. you can get a random item, and that can turn the tide of the, yeah. of the battle. Yeah, and my yeah, whole thing with that is, like, all your t- tournaments, if you actually look up the tournament rules for Smash, like, 90% of the game is disabled in order to make it <laughs> tournament-friendly. That's right. Crazy. And it, sh- it, it shouldn't be that. Like, you shouldn't have to alter the game in order to make it fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, like, the combos, like, if, if the combos are ridiculously hard to pull off, then... You know, that's a deal breaker for me. It was like, I enjoy being able to do it, but I shouldn't have to give myself blisters trying to get to the next button. Right. You know? Yeah. Man, I know I know one of my friends, uh, my friend Jamel, like, he's heavily into, I mean, like, he's really good when it comes to fighting games. Like, I don't know if he still plays online or anything like that, but I remember, like, when Tekken 5 came out, he had bought a PS2, and Tekken 5 was the only game that he had. And when I tell you that, like, this dude was a fiend, he mastered all of the combos in the game with every single character, even the panda. And, like, me, and my, bo- me and my boys just like, who who learns the combos for the panda? Yeah. And then he was beating <laughs> us with the panda. Like, so, it's like, I agree with you when you say, like, about the combos, like, I feel like combos and and fighting games they should be able 
to be easy to master and be able to, you know, be done by anyone and not such a challenge to pull off because the combo, like when he showed me, he was doing combos with characters that I use. And I was like, dang, I didn't know that they could do that. And then he showed me how to do it. And I was able to do it. So it's like, that's definitely something that, you know, you want to have in fighting games where it's able for anybody to be able to pick up and do. Right. Which is why I'm kind of okay with the whole auto combo thing, because yeah, it's not a combo, but you can stop it and, and put another move and you can make your own combo. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, it's like, I mean, I know we was talking about it earlier, but it's like, you know, sometimes it does suck when stuff is easy. But at the same time, like you said, um, you know, for casual players who just want to come and pick up the game and get into it, it's like, you know, it does make it fun for them. So they won't get destroyed all the time by some, you know, more experienced players. Yeah, it's always it's always fun when you're playing and you hit something really cool in a game you don't play. It gets you excited versus all I can do is punch and kick. Yeah, exactly. And like earlier, but, yeah. um, y'all were, you know, you had mentioned uh the tournaments and competitions like Evo and whatnot. Like, have you guys ever gone to Evo or done any local fighting tournaments? Um, Evo, no. I was actually talking to Doyle and my buddy Eric, Eric about trying to go out next year. But it's like, it's in Vegas every August, I think. Um, whether to go play or spectate, like, I just, I want to be there, be a part of it, you know? Experience the next level. Yeah. yeah. And as far as, like, local tournaments, I've been to two. I've won one, came in second or another. What were the, what were the, the tournaments for? Uh, Dragon Ball. Nice. So who, who are your three characters that you use in Fighters? Right now, uh, Bardock, Super Saiyan Vegeta, and Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah, like, that sounds like a good team. I never, I never played with Bardock, but I have seen some videos of stuff that he's been able to pull off. And Bardock is a beast in that game. Um, when, oh, I, yeah. when I was playing the game, I was using Super Saiyan Vegeta, Super Saiyan Goku, and Beerus. Like, I really enjoyed playing with them. Like, it, it's just something that was satisfying about, like, when you're playing with Beerus and your opponent is about to die and you hit that Hakai on them and they just, they just, uh, what is it? They, they're deleted. They're gone. <laughs> yeah, basically. But yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters, man, like, I was really hype when that game came out i mean because what you have dragon ball fighters and then you have marvel versus capcom infinite and it was just like man it's like marvel versus capcom infinite like what happened like how do you go from marvel versus capcom 3 to infinite and just to remove especially with the, yeah. how long it took to put the game out yeah it's like marvel versus capcom yeah. 3 like everybody was hyped for when that game came out so when infinite got announced I was just like, man, like, I hope that this is going to be just as good as three. And it wasn't like it was trash. They removed a lot of characters. And then once fighters got announced, he was just like, wow, like fighters has that old Marvel versus Capcom two feel yeah. to it. And oh. it's like, bro. And this was the icing on the, t- on the cake for me. Fighters came out on my birthday. So, you know, I was oh. getting that game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> to be a Dragon Ball fan and then have a, a Dragon Ball game come out on your birthday is pretty cool. Especially once so well done. Like, I don't play it that much, but I love watching people play fighters. Yeah, because they haven't put out a good Dragon Ball fighting game, in my opinion, in quite a while. Well, in all honesty, yeah. before that, my favorite was Budokai. Definitely. Like, well, yeah, I and mean, even then, the controls were like, you had to get lucky. It was so buggy, but it was so fun to play. Right. 
Well, see, like for the Dragon Ball games, I always felt that you had you had three types of Dragon Ball games. You had the Dragon Ball game, like fighters, like the original Dragon Ball games that were on the SNES, like the uh, the Ultimate Butoden and the Hyper Dimension. Like those were like Dragon Ball fighting games. Then you had the Budokai games, which were it's like they were fighting games, but it really didn't take a lot of skill to you know pick those up and play them. Then you had the Tenkaichi Budokai games where it's like those weren't really fighting games for real either, but they were just really fun to play, you know, but fighters, yeah. fighters comes off like, you know, like Marvel versus Capcom, but just with Dragon Ball characters. And it's like, you have to have some skill to play that game or you're going to lose unless you get lucky and you just keep on hitting the auto combos and your opponent never gets out of anything and then they're going to lose, which has happened to me. Yeah, see, my, my biggest issue with the auto combos in Dragon Ball is, like, Bardock, Goku Black, and there's, like, two others that it, the last hit of their auto combo can side-switch. Like, mm. yeah, so if you, like, jumping over or you super dashing or whatever, anybody else, you could clear it. But for some reason, the game, like, glitches itself out and it side-switches mid-frame. And it pisses me off. <laughs> like, it's all fine and dandy when I can do it and it happens to me. But when somebody else does it and I get caught in it, oh, man, I rage so hard. And, and, and that's funny, too, because it just makes me think of, like, bad games in general that have come out. And, like, what are some of your top, like, just horrible fighting games That's that came out question. and you were like, wow, this them. game is very bad. There's been a lot of bad fighting games. Oh, man. Um, that I can remember the title of, there's this game, Bio Freaks, and we had it on the PS1. I remember that game. I never yeah. played it. I never played it, but I remember I remember that game. Like, wasn't, like, the cover, wasn't it, like, some, some dude that looked like a mutant or something? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I yeah. remember that game. Yeah, I've never heard and of it. I, yeah, and I remember it was it kind of had like a Mortal Kombat feel because yep. you could like yep. cut your opponent off and stuff like that. But the thing is, they actually lost their limbs. Like you could lose a leg, you could lose an arm, which automatically means what? you're screwed. If yeah, you that didn't make any sense. Right. So like if you're doing a combo that requires both of your hands and you lost one, you're dropping the combo trying to do it because you don't have the arm to make that second hit. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, as a kid, you know, seven, eight, nine, playing it, you thought it was so cool. You could mutilate them. But if I tried to play that now, I'd probably get about 15 minutes in and be like, this is trash. I feel like the PlayStation era of fighting games had a lot of very, very bad ones. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I know that this one's pretty popular, but I always thought it was a trash game, both of them. Um, Bushido Blade 1 and 2. Oh, man, I love those games. Yeah, just <laughs> I just thought they were so whack. What? So whack. I just couldn't get into them. And then Squaresoft at the time, they were called Squaresoft, put out a Final Fantasy like fighting is. game. I had that game. And that game was very bad, It too. was. But it's a classic, though, because it's not. It, it, it wasn't a Final Fantasy fighting game. It was a it was a fighting game made by Squaresoft that had Final Fantasy characters in it. Right. I, it was like idiot. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, the city yeah, the city is okay. Yeah, it's just, that one's just okay, but this other one's bad. I want to say for me, 
It would probably have to be this game called uh, Sonic Fighters. I don't know yeah, what I don't know what Sega oh, I don't know what Sega oh, was thinking. I forgot about that game. Yes, I, I, I put it off the network on PS3. It was probably like five bucks at the time. That game was horrible. Like I don't because remember, like this this game came out after Sonic R, and like Sonic R was a horrible game too. It's like it's like come on Sega, we just want a Sonic game. Like you don't have to make a Sonic fighting game. Like nobody asked for that. Nobody. Like, <laughs> like no nobody asked. Not his Christmas list. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely Sonic Fighters, and um, even though it was cool, but it was still dumb. The Street Fighter movie uh game, like that, that game was pre- that game was pretty bad too. I mean, like it's almost like they took a page out of like the first three Mortal Kombat, but they used live characters, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and it it is so much worse. But I'm I'm pretty sure we've all played like one of the worst fighting games of all time, and that game is Shaq Fu. I, oh, I know I can't. Shaq Fu, come on, bro. What you actually like that game? I still have yeah, I that game. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying it's one of those that everybody should play it at one point. <laughs> yeah, it, but it, it's everybody's favorite game, but everybody should have the knowledge of it. Yeah, I agree, but. It's it's still a bad. I mean, like it seems like nowadays everybody knows what the new Shaq Fu beat em up game is, and thank God that they never had to play the original because the original was trash, just like the Soldier Boy, just like the Soldier Boy console that's trash too. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Too. I laughed myself when I read about that. What about you, Dora? What's some of the worst games you've played as far as fighting goes? Honestly. My least favorite one is one of the newer ones. That's UF thirty uh, UFC. I, I they, think all the UFC games are bad, personally. I've never played any of the I, UFC games. I like the first one. Second one was decent. The third one, they took all the good mechanics and threw them out the window. And, and Joey and I played it for about ten minutes, and I deleted it off my console. Yeah. <laughs> It was an impulse buy because it was on sale. All right, bite me. <laughs> Shakira, time will soon arrive when your strength will be needed. So, how do you guys feel about um, crossover fighting games? Like a few years ago, we had got Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and then you remember there was supposed to be the Tekken Cross Street Fighter game that was supposed to come out, but right. never came out. The closest we got to that is Akuma being in the Tekken Seven game. But, uh, you know, you had that, you had DC versus the Mortal Kombat universe. Yeah, and that was a great game. And it's like, how do you how do you guys feel about that? Like, do you think that we should get more crossover video games? And if we could get some more, like, what crossover series, what series would you like to see in a crossover fighting video game? Well, first of I all, I would absolutely love to... Go ahead, go ahead, Dora, my bad. I was just going to say, I want to see a remake with Ed Boon and all his cl- uh, glory redoing DC versus Mortal Kombat. Because that game, it was good, but there's so much more that could have been done with that game. I like, agree with it you. Fell off. I and definitely if agree with you. to take over now and just rewrite that game, I think it would be one of the best games we'd see. I feel like the problem with that game was uh, and this was a complaint by a lot of people was that there weren't any fatalities in the game at all 
And well, see, Ed Boone t- touched on that subject too, talking about how he gave it a teen rating because of the superhero characters. Time and time again, he said he has no desire to have Superman all bloody killing people. He has no desire to see Batman murdered. And I think giving MK versus DC the teen rating is really what hurt the game. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It had a great story, but half the characters' controls were clunky and like their, what was it called? Heroic brutalities, their version yeah. of the fatality. Half of them were just laughable. I agree. Yeah. I mean, there were some cool ones, but yeah, like so, some of them were very laughable. Like, wow, like for real. Like, at least, at least we eventually got injustice and. You know, right. the the specials in that game were 10 times better than the specials were in the DC versus Mortal Kombat yeah, game. You got to start somewhere, the- though. Oh, yeah. Well, how about how about you, Joey? Like, what crossover would you like to see? Personally, like, if they could have a balanced fighting game, like Fighters or Street Fighter, that kind of gameplay, and just take, like, two or three of the main characters from all the big ones, I'd be happy with that. Like, if they took Ryu and Ken and Scorpion and Sub-Zero and Akuma or uh, Harong and Lei from Tekken and just all your tournament popular characters, just throw them in a ring together. I would love that. Yeah. I get what, I get what you're saying. So so something yeah. something similar along the lines of uh, Mugen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And since we're talking about that, <laughs> you guys ever heard Terradrome? It sounds familiar. Uh, he said. Oh, man. Okay. It's Terradrome. it's a Mugen game, flash game. It it's all your horror. Or horror yes, icons. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I do okay, remember that see. now. That was that was the one where like you could put like Goku's head and he could have Freddy Krueger's body. And Spider-Man's legs, right? Well, no, no, no. It was actually like Jason and Freddy and Chucky and Pinhead and Candyman. Oh, okay. And I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something else. But I do I do remember that game, and I, I'm slightly remembering this one now, too. Yeah, see, uh, now we're already like halfway there with NetherRealm putting in these horror icons. If Ed Boon could get a horror icon fighting game rolling, like... That's a cash cow for him, especially yeah. considering he already has Jason and Freddy, and we're looking at Spawn for MK11. Like, you have all these people at your disposal now that have done really good in previous titles, so there's no reason they couldn't be in another one. And that's, that's, what, that's what I think makes this um, Jump Force game. So exciting for all the anime nerds. Yeah. Is yeah. all these. And they pretty much did what what Joey said, just from an anime perspective. They they cherry picked a couple from the yeah, most animes. popular animes, and they threw them all in one game, and it and it just looks really well done. And then they're still announcing people like right. I like when yeah. they originally announced that Goku and Vegeta were going to be in the game. I figured that you know, oh Goku, Vegeta, and Frieza. I figured like those were going to be the only Dragon Ball Z characters, but now we're seeing Trunks, Piccolo. And sale just got announced for the game, and then now um, Midoriya is going to be in the game right. too. So it's like they're still announcing people when the game comes out next. Fe- I mean, not February. Next, it comes out in February. February. I forgot we're not in January yet. So yeah, like that's going to be a really fun game when it comes out. But how about you, Trav? Like, if you could have a crossover game, like what would you like? I th- I think Jump Force is kind of doing what I want. Like, I want to play. 
with characters that aren't actual fighting characters as far as like the game goes, but they're fighters like in whatever their respective brand is. Yeah. Like the jump force thing is. So yeah, pretty much for me, I mean, I can't really ask for anything more than that. Like they've tried it a couple of times with final fantasy and the bed. Yeah. So I'm, I agree. I'm good on that. So you ever play J stars? I've heard about J stars, but I never played it. Because at it's the time, kind of like the prequel. Yeah, it's the prequel. Yeah, like I never had a, I didn't have a PS3 at the time. I mean, I have a PS4 now, and I know it's out on PS4. But I figured I'd just wait for a Jump Force and just get that. I remember, um, it, what was what was it? Because it was in Japan only, and it was on the DS. It was like the prequel to J Stars. I can't remember what it was called. I know but, what you're talking. But you about said it's too. on the DS, so it already sounds bad. No, bro. Like as far as a fighting uh-huh. game. No, bro. It was good, bro. It was pretty much like Smash Brothers, but it featured. But all it's on of the, the DS. An- I'm good. All I'm good on a fighting hit. game on the DS. Nah, you, I'm passing on that. Nah, I'm passing on you. Ooh, hey, that's that that's what she said. <laughs> so, so how many hours do you guys put into fighting games? Starting with you, Dora. Me, I probably honestly only put in about. Right now, three to four hours a week. But when I was like in focused on fighting games, would probably say I would get home from work about five o'clock, go to sleep at ten o'clock, and everything in between that every single day was fighting games like Injustice Two, Mortal Kombat X. So I've dropped down a little bit, unfortunately. But I'd say about roughly twenty hours a week. Twenty hours? That's a lot of hours, man. I'm talking about back in the day. Now it's not. It's nowhere near that. Well, now, what about you, Mr. Farnsworth? <laughs> <laughs> Enough that these people need to start paying me. Mm. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I, all right, Travis, I'm sure you noticed on Facebook, like, I like my trophies. Right, yeah, like, yeah, I'm a yeah. Platinum hunter. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, getting them achievements okay, right. and whatnot. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, okay, so I, I like my platinum. So, for one, to play a fighting game, that's hours, 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 hours. And two, during my breaks, when I get bored of playing the game I'm trying to play, it goes into the fighting game for three or four hours. But last I looked on Dragon Ball, I'm I'm touching like 400 hours total gameplay since its release date. Yeah, that's crazy. They should have and like that, a tracker. They should. Well, some it, it, some games do have trackers. Yeah, yeah they have total gameplay. Um, th- that's at least fighter fighters this past year. Um, Injustice 2 is probably touching the same, if not more, because it's like when, when I find a new fighting game that I really take to, and I got the plan on the other one, then I just drop it. Like, I haven't touched Injustice 2 except for maybe six fights in the last year. Oh, so it's like, like I play fight games like everybody else plays, like Call of Duty or Madden, you know? Like, yeah, that I- is my... I'm relaxed. I really wish that companies would like give rewards to players that have dedicated a lot of time to their games. Like, cause like you said, it's like, I, I wish that I could get paid for playing this game. The amount of time that I put into it. I mean, it would be nice to reward people that have been sticking with the game. Cause you know, sometimes like me, most of the time we're fighting games nowadays. It's like, I'll probably only play them for, you know, a couple of months. And then after that, I'm done with them because I get bored and I just move on to the next game. But it's like you said, it's like, it's like you play it nonstop. So I I definitely feel that you should be rewarded for that. 
Right, especially when you, you can prove it, like with the in-game record. Like Exa all my exactly. info, like all, all my, my info on my profile for fighters, that, that's on the servers. Like that, they can pull that up at any point in time as to who's put the most time in it, who's got the most lead points, whatever. Um, I don't necessarily think that, you know, they should give out like cash prizes or collectibles or whatever. But if they wanted to, get to send you like an in-game title or an icon or a color specific for your character for putting in X amount of time, that would be cool. Because then you could show everybody else that I only have this because I put in the time. Yeah. yeah. Like you just said, doing something like, um, I hate to like exclude other people, but hey, if you want these extra things, play the game like these other people are playing the game. Yeah, of course. You know, even if it isn't like full characters, I don't know. Something. I I don't know what you could come up with as far as the system goes, but... Well, like I said, even if it's something as small as a color palette that you can only get for putting in X amount of time. Right. Well, see, Just... I, I feel like that the reward should be something, like, made from the company because what? it's like... Because, like, some games are, like... Take, take for example, uh, the WWE games. It's like sometimes they'll give you in-game rewards that you can have in the game. But if nobody's really playing the game anymore, for real, it's like I kind of feel like those in-game rewards are kind of pointless compared to like if the company was to send you like a, a mini trophy or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of like what yeah, no, I get that. Twitch does that a little bit with their streamers where like you can unlock you know, affiliate and or a, a plaque or something, something like yeah. that. Like, no, YouTube will mail you a a little plaque with whatever subscribers or however many views. Like, yeah, like give me a little trophy. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Just like just like when we play uh, baseball and stuff when we were younger. Give me something. Participation. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm putting my I'm putting my life into this game. Yeah, <laughs> like I need Damn. something. And then it and then it sucks when when they shut the servers down for some of these fighting games and you're just like man it's like now I can't play with anybody anymore because it's like they're all gone like who am I supposed to play with now yeah so like do you guys play any other video game genres besides fighting games or is it just mainly just fighting I tend to stay away from sports and shooters and the reason for it is funny because I suck at sports games I suck at shooting games simply because my reaction time yeah. but that is the whole reason why i'm good at fighting games because of my reaction time like i get it's a different kind of reaction it's just it registers quicker when i'm playing the fighting game right so that's pretty much all you're playing well yeah i mean i play i'll play platformers rpgs action adventures but those are my plat that's they're now preferred, like like Spider Man, for instance. I absolutely love Spider Man, the story, the gameplay, all of that. Yeah, it was I knew a, before it, was a really it even good game. came out. Yeah, I knew before it even came out it was going to be one of the games I wanted to get the play. But even before that, that's the Spider Man game we needed since Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two, bro, yeah. bro. I'm going to tell you, like, I've always wanted to get a PS4, but I just all like me. I'm the type of person where it's like. I like to wait for the right time to get certain things. And when Spider-Man was announced for the PS4, I was just like, man, I really want to get a PS4. Oh, hold on. The, the right time to get a PS4 is immediately. No, that's not always true. Because, yeah, I mean, like, I mean you it just, it, you know, it just, it just, it just, hold on, let me finish. Hold on, hold on Rondell. I got, I got that hard on for Sony and Joey's with me on it. If hold on, Rondell. Like, like, this is my, this is my thing. Like I had an Xbox one 
and I, I wanted to get a PS4, but it's like, you know, there just wasn't a game on the PS4 that made me really want to get it. So it's like once Spider-Man was announced, I was just like, okay, I'm finally going to get a PS4. But then when they announced the the red PS4, Spider-Man edition, I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting that console. So it's like now yeah, that I finally have a PS4, I can go back and get all of the games that were on the console because they're cheaper now. And, right. and Sony has incredible deals when it comes to their... Every month they got yes. deals going on. So it's like... Oh, I've, I, those I, flash sales are enough to cause a breakup, bro. Yo, like, I, I've loaded up... <laughs> you get on, $60 games for $12. Yes, like I've loaded up on so many PS4 games just because of the flash sales that they have. And, and I'm fine with that. But I will say that, you know, when the next generation of games come out, I'm probably going to get a PS5 first and then an Xbox two or or 480 or whatever it's going to be second but definitely i need to make sure i get a switch too before this uh game generation is over see i may talk on my about xbox and all this other stuff but really what it boils down to for me being a sony fanboy one exclusives that's a no-brainer argument you yeah, know that's true god of war spider-man whatever but the kind of games i play the controller just works better for me. The I think I, is a lot easier for fighting games for me than the Xbox. Yeah, like the I feel like every game I invented that controller is easier for. Sometimes. Right. Well, some- I understand like your big Call of Duty players or Fortnite, PUBG, whatever. All but your I feel like it's only like that because that's what that game came up on. I mean, I tried playing fighters on the Xbox the last tournament I went to. That's and what- I was dropping combos. I had dropping because the controller was just messing with me. Thankfully, some kid in there brought his PlayStation, and we ended up doing it on that. But I probably wouldn't have done as good as I did if I had to use the Xbox. What about you, Doyle? Uh, I got such a vast genre list, I guess. I play fighters. I play racers. My heart belongs to racing games. Um... I do FPS. I try to shy away from third-person shooters just because I don't like the -the over-the-shoulder thing. One game that has stuck with me for the burden of way too long is Rogue Legacy. Uh Oh, I remember. Hold on, Rogue. You said Rogue Legacy? Yes. I have been working on this Platinum since 2014. I have four trophies left. Once I get these four trophies, I'll go back to chasing down other Platinums, but I'm stuck on this game since 2014. Hey, look, <laughs> get get them trophies, man. Like, trust me, like, I'm not as heavy into it as I used to be, but back in the day, I used to be an achievement hunter, man, and I don't know if you guys ever heard of this game called Left for Dead, but... Oh, yeah. Yo, when people used to see my achievements... Like, people always wanted to play Left 4 Dead with me because I got all the achievements for Left 4 Dead 1 and for Left 4 Dead 2. And some of those achievements is hard, especially playing the game on expert mode. But, hey, I did it. I'm a legend in Left 4 Dead. And <laughs> can't nobody see me in that game. And, like, this, this, this is how good I was when I used to play this game. When I used to play against other people in versus mode, people used to always be like, Take out D money. If you take out D money, the whole team will fall. Like that was everybody's <laughs> strategy whenever I would play this game, and it never worked. It's just like it's like you're focusing all of y'all attacks on one person, but there's three other people on the team. So, yeah. so I mean, like Left for Dead, uh, 
back when I used to be into the Call of Duty games, I used to get all of the achievements on those. The one game that I probably had to say for me, like getting all the achievements on that was the hardest was Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2. Like for some, mm. I, it took it took me two years to get all the achievements on that game because the game is it was just so repetitive, and sometimes it could be so boring and it could be hard. That's what she said, but um, <laughs> but it's I mean like if you really if you're really passionate about something and getting the achievements for something, then go for it. And I feel like companies should give out rewards when you get achievements for games. Like send something to my house. Acknowledge me. <laughs> yeah, like not that I just got a, not that I just got a platinum trophy. Like give me, like give me an, a reward for that. Like give me some Microsoft points or something. Damn. Well, I do know with with PlayStation, they have like the reward system. They they did a, I think it was like two years ago, three years ago. They give you X amount of points for silver, gold, and platinum trophy, and you can redeem those points in their Sony store. Like not not the PlayStation Network, but you can go online to their Sony store and let's say you have two thousand points, you can get a free fifty dollar PSN code. Right. Oh, that's pretty cool. I think I think Microsoft does something like that too. Uh um you rack up on points and stuff just by doing certain things. Right. Yeah, so going back to fighting games and I know um Doyle had touched on this earlier, Joey being his sensei and whatnot, but what advice, Joey, would you give to some of these up-and-comers? Like, if I just picked up the sticks and was going to play a fighting game for the first time, you know, what is some advice you'd give me? Immediately hit training mode. Like, you know, arcade, all that other stuff. Go, go, go to training mode. Um, find it, whether you want to pick a character that looks cool or whatever, go to training mode and figure your stuff out first. A lot of people get confused. Training mode is not strictly for learning your combos. You can you need to set your dummy up to block, to jump, to basically prepare yourself for any situation you can get into in a real fight, be computer or real opponent. You figure out what beats right. Like you got frame rate. Like if something's plus on block, that means you have advantage. It's still your turn. Like, if they block, there's enough stun on them, you can execute another move. Yeah. You, you, you got to figure out what beats what. Like, I tell, I tell everybody, like, fighting games is just a game of chess. Like, you wait your turn. Like, and my, my big thing, too, is, like, okay, when Mortal Kombat 11 comes out, yeah, it has a story mode. I'll probably do that first because that's me. But I always start, whether it's arcade, story mode, or whatever, if I'm playing the computer, I put it on hard. Like, I, I don't care if it's a brand new game or a game I played a thousand times. It's like, if, if you're too comfortable on hard in other fighting games, then take it up to very hard. Yeah. It's like, whether you're playing an opponent or the computer, like, you have to give yourself a challenge. Otherwise, you're going to blow your head up, and you go online, you get pissed off, you get your ass whipped. So, this is uh, one question that I had because you had just said something about a Mortal Kombat 11 having a story mode and going back to what you were saying about Mortal Kombat nine in the beginning of the uh, podcast. Um, how do you feel about story modes being added into fighting games? Like I, well, Mortal Kombat nine, I believe they were the first fighting video game to have a legit 
story mode that had cutscenes that transitioned into the fights and I could see that that was implemented into Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and also in Dragon Ball Fighters. Like, do you think that that's something that a lot of fighting games need to stick to? Or do you think that fighting games just need to be fighting games without any stories and just go... Like, you know how, like, the older fighting games was. It's like you would just play the eight rounds and then you would get a little cutscene at the end. Do you prefer that or do you think that the game should stick to having story modes? I personally absolutely love the cinematic story. Um, One, it gives you a better background into your character. Even if you go be at arcade, they give you that end cut scene. Throughout the story mode, it's kind of like watching a movie. You form a relationship with these characters. You you relate to them. And a lot of that, too, can help you find who you want to main as characters. You're like, oh, this guy's gone through some shit. I've gone through some shit. Let's go through some shit together. That's what I think made Tekken 3 so hot. Was You made it all the way through, and you get this cool little story cutscene, and you learn more about the character, even though it was in a smaller format. Like I feel like at the time, because I think Marvel... No, I'm sorry. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 had came out before Mortal Kombat 9, and one of my complaints about that game story mode was the trailers that they were releasing for the game, like, they were some really sweet trailers, like, explaining, like, what was going on, like, why the world came together. And it looked like the main villains behind all of this was Wesker from Capcom and um, Doctor Doom from Marvel. And then when the game comes out, like, there weren't any cutscenes or anything. And then when Mortal Kombat 9 came out, he's just like, yo, this is what the story mode should have looked like in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Like, it's... We're not, this isn't the olden days where, you know, you just fight and then put a cutscene at the end of the game. Like, give me a backstory to what's going on. Like, wh- why are these characters in the same world right now? And I'm glad right. that, I'm glad that, you know, with Mortal Kombat 9, that they implemented that. And it did force games, like, even looking at Street Fighter Five, like, Street Fighter Five. I mean, they had a story mode made for the game, but it wasn't even on the game when it came out, which was dumb. And, you know, this is Capcom that we're talking about. Yeah, Cap- and- Capcom has made bad decisions before when it's come to their fighting games with having stuff locked on the disc or not including stuff day one. So it's like... And I- see, and with Street Fighter Five, though, real quick, since you said that, with, like, granted, their, their story mode was free. Like, you just had to download it, whatever. But that's something that should have been there off-rip. Like, it... You, these people are already accustomed to the game and they're invested in something else online or survival or whatever. And their story mode wasn't even really that good. It yeah, was all blocked. Yeah, it was all blocked up. Um, you basically, it was like selecting the character story. Like you had like act one, part one, you'd play that and it would kick you back out to the main menu to have act one, part two. You had to wait for that to load. It wasn't as fluid as Mortal Kombat or Tekken like it was it felt like you were playing arcade mode while you were watching the movie beforehand exactly and like that's the same thing I mean like you can even bring Injustice into this as well like I thought that both both of the stories in both Injustice games were really good and compelling on uh, yeah and the fact that it forced you to use the character rather than let you pick and create their own story like I really like that with the Nether Realm games. It 
especially in We're Injustice, story. especially in Injustice Two, where it's like some of the scenes in the story mode, it would ask you who would you want to play as, and yeah, then it's like can. then you could go back yeah. and play it again and see what yeah. happened when this character went that way. So I thought that that was a really nice touch that they added to the game. So um, I had one final question I wanted to ask you guys: um, if you could have any fighting game, any old fighting game, be remade for in today's generation, what game would it be? I know Doyle has said uh the Mortal Kombat versus DC, but like what game like if it was an older fighting game. Like I'm talking like back on the PS one sixty four. Bloody Roar. Bloody Roar, dog. Wow. Bloody that, that's that's a classic. Dude, I haven't even heard that game in years. years. Bro, that's a classic. That game was awesome. Like being able to transform into animals. Right. Yep. For me, imagine how beautiful that would look now. I, right. Well, aren't be that, done. Well, that reminds me. I don't know if it was a rumor or they did it or what, because I didn't really keep up with it. Weren't they like remaking Killer Instinct? No, Killer Instinct already came out okay. on the Xbox. They did remake on it. Xbox One. So I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't was, that good. No, it was oh, good. It still, but, they still. It was a free game, and they're still releasing okay. updates to it to this day. See, I, I bought an Xbox One a while back, like a couple years ago, primarily for Killer Instinct because it was the exclusive or whatever. Yeah, um, and it was free, too. Are I you, mean, in theory, in theory, it's free. Yeah, but you, you got to pay for that other stuff. And have everything unlocked. Um, but it's like, it, it plays a lot different than the old one like i get that you know new generation 20 year gap like i get that but it, it just it, it didn't feel like killer instinct you know yeah it definitely felt like it was a a new experience like everything flowed a lot more smoother i mean of course it would because it's on a next gen console but it was it was definitely it was definitely a really good game i, I played it when i first got my xbox one um i got my ass handed to me so uh, I think I deleted it off of the console after that. But, I mean, for what it was, I mean, it was a pretty fun game, though. But for me, if I had to have a classic game remade, I don't know if you guys remember this game or ever played it, but Rival Schools. Hmm. Holy. Yes. Oh, that sounds familiar. That, it, was, it, yeah. was made, it was made by Capcom, and it was on the PS1 back in the day. And it was it like uh, Sakura was in that game too, but it, I think it's I think it's set in the I think it's set in the Street Fighter canon universe because some of those characters have appeared in uh, in other games like uh, Capcom versus I think it was called uh, Tascanoko. I can't remember. It was whatever that Capcom uh, yeah, versus Capcom versus Tascanoko. Okay, on I the did Wii. say it right. Okay, yeah, that was yeah, on the Wii. Yeah, because yeah, you had Batsu from Rival Schools. He was in that game, and then you've had yeah. some of the Rival Schools characters in the um in the Capcom versus uh, King of Fighters games. What? I think that's I yeah. think that's what they were called. Cap- versus uh, Capcom versus SNK. There we go. Yeah, Capcom versus SNK. Yeah, you had some of the. Uh, rival schools characters in those games as well but i would definitely love to see a remake of that and i actually still have rival schools on uh the ps1 it's somewhere in my house i just gotta find it 
But yeah, guys, um, you know, thanks again for joining us today. This was a very interesting talk on fighting games, the history of fighting games. I know we went a little bit old school with some of these games, and I'm sure people have never even heard of. So I just yeah, want to say, have some people doing some Google searches. Yeah, like some of the games that <laughs> some of the games that we we named. I'm pretty sure like they cost over a hundred dollars. Like I know Rival Schools is like three hundred dollars on Amazon. And it's not worth it. No, it is worth it. $300. But it's not worth the $300. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's worth it, though. But, yeah, again, thanks for being on, guys. I hope you guys had a good time. I did. Trav. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks yeah. We really us. appreciate you guys coming on, talking. Just, I don't know, nerding out for an hour with us on fighting games and shooting the right. Anytime. You so, guys want us, give us a shout. <laughs> yeah, so before we let you guys go, tell everybody in social media land where they can find you guys at. Go ahead, Doyle. <laughs> uh, you can find us at either SSG Gaming or you can find us at our individual profiles. Like mine's just Don Doyle. Who I am, who I think I'll be later on down the road. I don't know yet. And, you know, if anybody out there listening want to learn how to play a fighting game, you can add me on PlayStation. Uh, that kid J3. And I'm Death by Two. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks, guys. And hey, if y'all trying to learn, if y'all want to get better in fighting games, make sure y'all add them on PSN so that way y'all can get y'all asses kicked and y'all can learn and then y'all can get the eye of the tiger and then come back like Rocky and uh, Rocky 3 and then beat Clubber Lang. That's right. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Not a problem. All right, right, peace. This is the tournament for the new millennium. You'll experience the most exciting battle in history. Let's get ready to battle. Bro, I feel like on each of these podcasts, we always learn so much more from the guests that we bring up here, man. It's like, I think this fighting game topic, I think it was a good choice, man. I got to give it to you, Trav. Thank you. You know, you delivered, you brought your boys up here, man, and it was cool having them up here. I feel like I learned some stuff, man. Well, originally, you know... I just want to talk to Joey about fighters. Like yeah. that's it, just fighters. And I was just like, nah, we need to we need to switch it Let's up. Let's expand it. Let's expand it because I know. I mean, like he obviously plays more. Yeah, he knows some stuff, bro. He was bringing out some games that I ain't played in a minute, man. I was bringing out some games that y'all ain't even heard. I ain't of. even heard of. Yeah, yeah man, you so, gotta get on. Your like I said, I'm not huge in the fighting games. Like I didn't play them really until Tekken Three is when I was like, oh man, I like these. And even then. It was pretty much just Tekken, and then I got super into Naruto. Yeah, the Naruto game. You know, I, I feel like that's one thing that we kind of strayed away from when we were talking on this episode, was we didn't really mention a lot of the other fighting anime video games, because yeah. there there were plenty of them, but again, like I said, when I was talking about bad fighting games, like some of those anime fighting games were probably Most were pretty bad. Are. And I know Joey had brought up that, um, yeah, he's not in the Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear. Yeah. I didn't like I enjoy them as games, but those are another one that like the soundtrack to those fighting games are legit. Yeah. Like I just remember, you know, working at Sabaros with my boys, and we put on those soundtracks while we were at work because they were just they were so sweet, man. So. Man, I'm I'm mad. I just started thinking about the Castlevania fighting game. Did you ever know that there was one of those? Like an actual fighting game. Right? Yeah, it came out on the Wii. Like I said, bro, when we were saying that... But you just said it came out on the Wii. What? So that's a bro, said. 
like I said, it was a lot of bad fighting games that came out. And then again, that downfall, like when fighting games were dying because there was so many like, bad yeah, games coming up, up. You know, Sonic Fighters. Yeah, like, like, come on. Nobody was asking. Yeah, who asked for that? Nobody was like, you know what I want to see Sonic do next? Fight. Like, nobody nobody wants to see him fight. Yeah. Just like when they put out, you know, when you're talking about Sonic Fighters, it reminded me of the tennis uh, Mario it was Tennis. Like Mario Tennis, but Sonic was in it. Yeah. Tingling is just like, nobody's. I want to see Sonic run. Nobody's asking for this. Why? We don't want to. I'm not playing tennis to be like, man, I just wish I had Sonic. <laughs> right? <laughs> nobody is doing it. So why they made this Sonic fighting game is beyond me. I guess the Castlevania game makes sense, but when, then when you said it's on the Wii, it's like, yep, nope. Well, why does. the Wii fighting games are trash. But why does Sonic need a race car, though? Why does I mean those? I guess things are fine. Why does anybody in Mario need a race car or a Crash Bandicoot? No, but I mean, I'm I'm saying like I can understand Mario. Like Mario's well, not I get fast, what you're, but like Sonic what could Son- probably run faster than the. What does he need? A, <laughs> what does he need a race car for? Like, oh Save man, energy, man. But yeah, bro. Like I said again, this was cool. You know, talking about fighting games and everything because it really made me re- rethink about like all of the awesome moments that i had in my youth like when we were talking about going to the arcades and stuff and stacking quarters that's when fighting games are on an all-time high when it came to arcade games if it wasn't racing it was you a fight mm-hmm. like that was it racing i was playing and- racing games i was playing initial d you was playing I teenage was playing turtles maximum midnight tune three X-Men. Four when it came out, and then it was the fighting games. Marvel versus Capcom two. I was playing Tekken five. I was playing Capcom versus SNK. Marvel versus Capcom. I was playing Street Fighter two. You know these were the Street Fighter uh, Alpha three. Street they didn't Fighter have. Third I didn't Strike. have a Street Fighter Alpha yeah, arcade bro. game at the arcade that I went to, but it was a lie, bro. Yeah, arcade arcades they just don't exist anymore. So. I mean, some of them do, but it's like they're only in the really big cities, though. Or you just have like a um, Dave and Buster's that doesn't that have, doesn't like have fighting arcane, games. Yeah, they do have racing games, and they do have fi- some fighting games, but they're not like your typical fighting games. No, they're not like they're not. If you play fighting games, nobody wants to go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, and exactly. Play a fighting. I think game. The, I think we still got the uh, we got Flipper McCoy's here. And but, Julian's, yeah. which became um, game something. Yeah. Game yeah. spot or something like that. Yeah. Well, Trav, let's go ahead and wrap this up so that way we can go chill yeah. and ride off into the sunset <laughs> like they do in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Tell everybody where they can find you at in the social media world. You're going to go ahead and look me up on Instagram at ZK Audio, and that's pretty much where I spend most of my social media time. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Leveling Up. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I mean, that is our account is leveling up with Benjamin Banks, which you can find on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. But you can find me personally at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can look me up on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. So I hope everybody has a good day. Don't get killed by any zombies. And if uh, you ever see a city called Raccoon City, stay away from it. Peace.